Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the Peeling Back the Fourth Wall podcast. Uh, so today we're excited, we're going to talk about some Jurassic Park. Uh, Aurora loves Jurassic Park, loves dinosaurs, uh, very excited. Anytime we get to talk about these movies, um, we've done some what-if scenarios and things in the past on Jurassic Park, uh, probably going to do some more as well coming up in the future. However, um, Aurora was recently getting excited for uh, the new Jurassic World movie, uh, you know, seeing trailers and things. Uh you know, finally coming out and stuff, going online, watching them behind my back, because we try not to watch trailers as much as possible, but she was too excited and tried to look up trailers on her own the other day. This got her really excited about Jurassic Park, and in doing research on her end, uh, she was very upset, as I know many that listen to the podcast probably know, that Jurassic Park did depict these dinosaurs very differently uh, in the movies. Um, You know, Jurassic Park took place uh, with a dinosaur expert being used for the movies. Um, you know, the books were written by Michael Crichton and everything. And, and so, yes, there are uh, things that had to be, you know, somewhat exaggerated to make the movies uh, good, you know, uh, due to time discoveries, uh, due to, you know, trying to make the movies good. Uh, we have learned and found that there are inconsistencies or inaccuracies uh, for uh, specific uh, species of dinosaurs in these movies, and so Aurora, um, not wanting to, you know, be overly obnoxious with her knowledge, uh, wanted to then go back and do a what-if scenario of what would happen in Jurassic Park if the dinosaurs were accurate, uh, to, uh, you know, what we know now, okay? So with that being said, uh, we'll start off with the three that we're going to talk about primarily, uh, the three that we're going to talk about that uh, were altered a bit, and then that way you'll have an idea as we start to go through the, um, you know, what-if scenario. So uh, first off is the T-Rex. Uh, the, the T-Rex, it's it's been found over years. I believe at the time of the filming of Jurassic Park, I believe that the theory was still that they could not see movement. Uh, so this is, this is something that, you know... <laughs> A lot of people believe for many years um, there there was data at that time that supported it. However, over the years, we have found out that that is not the case. Uh, the T-Rex could see uh, not just movement, uh, so they, they could see something if it was standing still. This is something that was depicted inaccurately in the first Jurassic Park. Uh, in Jurassic Park 3, uh, this was actually shown to be accurate again because they... Uh, allowed the T-Rex to see them even though they were sitting still. So uh, this was fixed later on. Uh, never really explained in that movie why this change happened to the T-Rex. I think they were going to uh, leave it up to people to think, oh, it was genetically altered or, or whatever. Um, however, we, uh, you know, what they're really trying to do is get back to reality here uh, and make the, you know, the T-Rex true to what it really was. So that's the one. Uh, next is the Velociraptors. Velociraptors were about a half a meter tall. Okay, that's 1.6 feet tall. Actually, 1.65 if you don't round. I think uh, feet tall. That's not very menacing, guys. Like Aurora said, she could like take on a Velociraptor, a real Velociraptor. I don't know about that because they've got pretty sharp teeth. She's pretty upset with me right now for saying that, but um, she believes she could take on a fully grown uh, raptor. Um, 
that's 1.6 feet tall because that's what half a meter is that's what they really were uh, they were also slightly feathered at least slightly uh, there's still debate as to whether or not they were like fully feathered or not um but they did have feathers on them uh the velociraptors did so that's something that wasn't depicted as well in the movies um yeah, so they would look very different. doesn't really change a lot of the aspects of them, except for the height. Uh, just the size of the creature itself would be very different. And the Dilophosaurus, uh, it couldn't spit poison. Um, it, it, it could not do that. That was something that was, um, you know, unique to the creature in the films that made it very dangerous. And it could not do that. It did, it did not have that ability so the Dilophosaurus uh, would not be able to spit poison. That would change things up quite a bit uh, in this. Now, that doesn't mean the films were wrong when the Dilophosaurus was made in the film. Because that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean any of these creatures were inaccurate in the film. It doesn't mean that any of them were wrong in the film because of the fact that Jurassic Park used genetic DNA of other reptiles to create these dinosaurs for that reason the t-rex could maybe not see um, they were wrong in the sense of alan grant said that and he knew it as knowledge so if it was a genetic defect when they made it then he wouldn't have known that um, prior to it the raptors could have been created to be larger than they normally were in real life and lose their feathers. So that is something that could have still been accurate based on their genetic results. Dilophosaurus spitting poison, again, that's something that there are creatures out there that do that and we could have definitely had something genetically altering the DNA of the Dilophosaurus to make it do that. So again, it's not saying that these were inaccurate based in the movie sense. There was the inaccuracy 100% sure with the T-Rex. And there was the inaccuracy with the Velociraptors because they talked about how tall the Velociraptors were in the beginning of the movie before Jurassic Park. So that was common knowledge that they were that tall. They were not. So those two things were definitely incorrect. However, the Dilophosaurus could have ended up spitting poison because of a genetic alteration. So that is something uh, with that. So just keep that in mind that, you know, some of these things, it's not that they um, it couldn't still work or couldn't still you know, exist or be a, a good film if they wanted to reboot it and keep the animals the same. You know, it's just that they were genetically altered to be taller or bigger. You know, the T-Rex lost its vision, whatever, that type of stuff. So, let's look at the concept of these elements, okay, if the films were accurate. First off, the beginning of the film would change dramatically, where there wouldn't be a huge container, okay, the, the container in the beginning that housed the raptor wouldn't be as large as it is because the raptor is only 1.6 feet tall. Okay, let's say let's say two foot tall just to round up and make it easy moving forward. If a raptor is two foot tall, they're not going to need an eight to ten foot, you know, giant concrete crate uh, to move this thing. So the raptor by itself um, wouldn't need that large of a container. It would be much easier to um, get him into his uh, enclosure, even if he did something with a smaller crate to get at one of the workers, like he did. One raptor by itself would not have killed that worker with everybody else around. Okay, everybody else would have had a chance to, to taser it, and those tasers would have taken more effect because it's smaller. They could have shot it if they needed to. The guy wouldn't have died. Okay, but. The movie would still occur the same light because it doesn't mean a lawsuit still wouldn't happen, okay? This worker wouldn't have died, but he still would have been sued, okay? Um, 
he, he still would have sued Jurassic Park. Uh, his family would have sued Jurassic Park. Okay, Now, it probably would have been settled outside of court for a very large sum of money, um, but it still would have allowed uh, some scrutiny. Things still would have got out there in the news. Um, so once that occurs, the same people would be brought to the park. All actions would take place the same up to the T-Rex scene. Okay, The T-Rex would probably attack the kid's car first anyway, just like it did in the movies. I know Alan Grant says sit still it can't see you so that wouldn't have happened however the kids did take out a freaking flashlight okay if anything's going to attract an animal look if i take a flashlight and i go sit over there and i wave it at aurora in the middle of the dark she's going to come over there to it okay no matter what her mom's doing over in the other corner so that's just how it is they're attracting this thing with a stupid flashlight so um it would have ended up going to their car first um mr uh Gennaro, I believe, um, the, uh, yeah, Gennaro, the, uh, lawyer, he would have, uh, ended up running into the bathroom and things the way that he did anyway, um, so it would probably still follow the flare as well when Alan, uh, threw the flare because it's a light source, it's, it's a light, it catches your attention, I mean, look at cats, it does the same thing with a, with a, you know, a little laser light, they have to keep their focus on it. So I do believe he would still like, you know, follow it a bit, but then Ian would do the same stupid thing that he did. Uh, I believe it would still follow Ian. Um, so those things would kind of take place similarly because the attraction of that light to it. Um, and it probably could see that as maybe a threat and try to attack it because it's a, it's a light source. So I understand that. However, it would come back and as they are getting Tim out of the car, just like what happened, uh, it would actually eat Alan and Lex because Lex and Alan, if you remember, he grabbed her, covered her mouth, said, don't move. It can't see if you don't move. They sat perfectly still and the T-Rex ate them. Okay. Um, now, while Alan would not believe this to be knowledge and wouldn't actually sit there and say, don't move. The thing can't see you knowing at this point that it can because, you know, we're fixing this. Uh, false sense of vision for the T-Rex, um, he still would have, they, they still wouldn't have really had anywhere to go. So I still think it would have chased them down, um, ate them both, uh, maybe stepped on one, ate the other, whatever it was. Uh, I think it would have gotten to them. They couldn't have, def they definitely couldn't have escaped on foot. Now, Tim would probably have to get out on his own from the car, uh, which he didn't have to do um, after the Rex had left after eating Tim and, and or after eating Lex and Alan. Uh, Tim would be alone. Uh, he would need to leave the area on his own. Okay, uh, He wouldn't be injured limping along the way he was with the metal fence because he never got to the electric fence. Um, he would go uh, back into... Uh, he would follow the trail, most likely. Uh, you know, he, he was a real smart kid. He would follow that trail back to uh, the command center area because uh, he would have known quite a bit about the island, obviously. I mean, his... his um, grandfather would have told him tons of stuff and he was super interested in it so why would he not know a lot about that um so he would go through the tunnel uh if you guys don't know um it's 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 been told i believe it was in the books i think it was even shown in the movies for a glimpse uh, a small period of time they went through a tunnel before getting over to the t-rex paddock um that tunnel would have been too small for the t-rex to really fit into itself so i don't think it would have tracked him through there um but he would have found his way back Elian muldoon uh, would have gotten in the Jeep, came back to uh, find 
the others like they did before. However, Alan and Lex would be eaten at this point. Tim would tell Ellie and uh, Robert Muldoon about that. And uh, so they would not need to look for them extensively because they know they were dead. Now, they would go and they find Ian. Um, so they would find Ian. They would still look for some remains. But the, the car wouldn't be over the cliff. None of those things would have happened because the T-Rex wouldn't have been agitated um, as much as it did because it got to eat the people. So then they uh, would have went back to um, to the command center, right? Now, at this point, you know, one of the main characters, Alan Grant, is dead. So that, that changes a lot of concepts. But the Raptors wouldn't have been able to escape uh, the container that they were put into. If you guys remember, it was very, very high up. Uh, their leaping ability is what allowed them to get up to that fence uh, and, and be able to get across it because it was electrified. That's when, you know, Robert Muldoon, when he went to, you know, f shut on the electric... Uh, the Raptors had escaped, and he could see that because they had jumped up and over, well, up and through the fence area there. Now, here's the thing. Those Raptors are now two foot tall instead of the, you know, six foot that they were. They wouldn't have been able to jump that high. They wouldn't have escaped. They also wouldn't have been as much of a killing threat either. So, if they had happened to escape, they wouldn't have been as much of a killing threat, but I don't believe they would have escaped. Personally, I don't think they would have, um... So at this point, the Raptors wouldn't be able to escape due to their height and leaping ability uh, now from that height. Um, Dennis Nedry uh, wouldn't be killed by the Dilophosaurus because Dilophosaurus doesn't spit venom. So he, you know, in Dilophosaurus, if you notice, like it really was kind of a shy, timid type of thing in the movie. That's how it was depicted. So we're not changing that depiction because we don't know anything else other than that. So um, he was a shy, timid type thing. The only reason he attacked it was because he knew that he got a shot in on uh, Dennis uh, with that poison. So I don't believe that it would still attack him in that way. Even if it did, I think Dennis would be able to get away into the car. Um, that poison wouldn't be there to affect his uh, vision and, uh, you know, cause some, some paralysis already to start setting in so i think he would have found out how to get out of that mess however he would arrive after the boat uh because he was already running late uh and everything when the boat um you know when he crashed his his jeep the first time i think i think the boat would have left without him because the guy was already insisting on leaving without him anyway so the boat would have left um he would have to stay posted up on the docks for the next ship after the storm now i think that's absolutely fine i think he would be fine in that jeep there shouldn't be any problems with it uh, for him to stay there on the dock. Um, yeah, you know, unless the T-Rex happened to walk by and find him or something like that, which that could be a cool action scene if they wanted to do that. The T-Rex comes by and eats the guy that's trying to, you know, take this stuff from the part, you know, sure. But then I think the container would have ended up on concrete at the dock or something like that. So the, the container probably would have been found. Uh, so that would have been very interesting because someone would have probably ended up finding the container which would be very nice either way. Um, so it would have gotten off the island one way or another, either in the hands of the good guys or the bad guys, who knows. Um, and Mr. Arnold would come back absolutely fine from turning the power back on. The park would not be endorsed, but would open many years later 
after putting in more fail-safes. Uh, you know, Alan uh, or Ellie and uh, Ian Malcolm would probably end up together as a couple after going through the ordeal that they did. Uh, just as they did in real life, they'd have uh, some on-screen romance uh, that would match their off-screen romance. And uh, yeah, so at that point, the park would then open years later after fixing a lot of these things. You know, you're not going to stop John Hammond. You're not going to stop all the money he had from getting this park up and going at some point. So ultimately, there it is. We would have seen Jurassic Park, would have seen it come to fruition if the the dinosaurs had been uh, brought to life in the way that we know today, science scientifically makes it accurate to them. So cool. With that being said, we'll wrap up today's episode. What did you guys think? Uh, did you know any of these things about these dinosaurs? Did you know that these depictions were incorrect or they changed some different things uh, during the movies, for the movies, or even over time, things have changed. There are other dinosaurs that look different and things as well in other movies, but we wanted to focus just on the, the original Jurassic Park here. Uh, so yeah, let us know what you guys think. You have a Facebook email below, uh, reach out, uh, feel free to subscribe. Share the content, uh, you know, get it out there to some of your friends as well. We appreciate all the support, uh, any liking, uh, sharing, subscribing that you guys do. Really appreciate it here. Um, all the subscriptions we get that gives more treats to Aurora, and she loves her little treats. So thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next week.